Maintaining the momentum after Ramadan. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Ya <laughs> وخالق الناس بخلق حسن أو كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم. Most respected ulama ikram, brothers and elders. The ayat of the Quran Sharif that was recited is what we have heard over and over again. The question would have come to mind that this is pertaining to the month of Ramadan. And we've just finished off with the Mubarak month of Ramadan, we are now in Shawwal. So what is the relevance of this ayat of the Qur'an Sharif presently to us? So every ayat is relevant to us at every moment. But just as a person, for example, who is starting off a business, so now when he's starting off the business, so in his focus is that how he can make this business profitable that is his focus before starting so what it will take to now put into place so that everything can go well and this business can flourish but then at the end of the year he is not looking at how to make it profitable he is looking at did he make any profit at the end of the year he is looking into the financials he is making hisab kitab he is checking that well this one whole year of business went and this was the object, this was the purpose, this was what we set out to achieve. So have we achieved anything? So likewise the Mubarak month of Ramadan, Allah Ta'ala blessed us with and the very great blessings of Allah Ta'ala that were descending at every moment, Allah Ta'ala afforded us that opportunity to witness such a great momentous occasion. But now that the Mubarak month of Ramadan has passed, there's also a need now to do some hisab kitab, to check, to take some accountability of ourselves that what did we achieve? Have we achieved what was the purpose and object of this Mubarak month? So this was such a great occasion and this great occasion as we heard over and over again was for the purpose of acquiring taqwa, was for the purpose of connecting ourselves to Allah Ta'ala was for the purpose of acquiring everything that is related to taqwa and all the things that we desire, that we want, that we aspire for that we so dearly cherish, that we are desperate for everything Allah has placed in taqwa and Allah Ta'ala blessed us with this Mubarak month for this purpose that Allah Ta'ala gave us this opportunity to take the opportunity to acquire this taqwa which will give you all the things you desire what you desire you desire a solution to all your problems so Allah Ta'ala has placed it in taqwa the one who adopts taqwa Allah Ta'ala will grant him a solution to every problem every person is concerned about his risk the 
turbulent times that we are living in and how things keep changing and what kind of halat keep coming and disrupt so many things so now a person is worried about his risk and can he meet his budget but Allah Ta'ala says the same taqwa wa yarzukhu min haythu la yahnasib Allah Ta'ala will grant him risk from sources that he cannot imagine because the risk comes from Allah Ta'ala wa fi samai rizqukum wa ma tu'adun Allah Ta'ala says your risk is in the heavens Allah Ta'ala descends it it is not something that comes from the bottom up it comes from the top down and it is what we do and how we conduct ourselves how much of taqwa we adopt this becomes the means that Allah Ta'ala out of his puzzle then descends that risk so whether it is the solution to all the problems that we are looking for in our day to day life and whether it is the risk that we are trying to bring down whether it is the ease وَمَنْ يَتَّقِ اللَّهَ يَجْعَلْ لَهُ مِنْ أَمْرِهِ يُسْرَى the ease in all the various matters of life there's so many difficulties and we are trying to find some ease out of everything that ease also Allah Ta'ala placed in the same taqwa and likewise so many other things and we want Allah Ta'ala special help إِنَّ اللَّهَ مَعَ الَّذِينَ اتَّقَوْ وَالَّذِينَ هُمْ مُحْسِنُونَ Allah is with those who adopt taqwa and those who do good all these things we heard over and over again from the beginning of Ramadan before Ramadan in fact maybe and during Ramadan but now has come the time to now take stock to see what has been achieved and at the end of that year the person now put in a lot of effort he did a lot of things in the time and now at the end of the year he finds that he's still in the red then now he takes immediate steps to try and sort out something he can't carry on like this so likewise we have to take stock now where have we reached Allah Ta'ala blessed us with this month to acquire this very great wealth of taqwa how much of it has come now Alhamdulillah in the month of Ramadan the barakat of that Mubarak month the special blessings that descend in this Mubarak time every person Alhamdulillah to some extent everyone and many to a very great extent exerted ourselves to try and fulfill all the ibadat person perhaps might have been little lax with his salah prior to Ramadan he became very punctual with his salah in the month of Ramadan maybe a person wasn't performing with jama'ah now the masjid mashallah was full and the person was performing his five times salah with jama'ah in the masjid person wasn't making tilawat of the Quran Sharif alhamdulillah the month of Ramadan came he became very engaged in tilawat he became involved in some giving some time to remember Allah Ta'ala in solitude to make the zikr of Allah Ta'ala and likewise so many things were happening now the month of Ramadan has passed we are barely few days out of the month of Ramadan now it's time to start taking stock what have we achieved did we bring along what was happening in Ramadan we left it all behind Allah forbid, Allah forbid if we left it behind then we defeated the very purpose of Ramadan Allah Ta'ala blessed us with the Mubarak month of Ramadan with taqwa to acquire taqwa is that taqwa still in our eyes that's the stock taking we have to do and if not then why not so there was some deficiency in how that month was spent or what the purpose was what the focus was Allah Ta'ala blessed us to bring taqwa into our tongues is that taqwa still there 
and what steps have been put in place to take it further if not now this is a serious problem we barely days away from Ramadan and if in three days suddenly everything seems to be now falling apart the taqwa of the eyes are gone person is back into the haram the taqwa of the ears are gone the earphones are stuck again in and there's all kinds of things being listened to, music, etc. The taqwa of the tongue is gone, the person is back with his vulgarity, he's back with other things. The taqwa of where he was, keeping himself confined to, he was keeping himself confined to the masjid, to his home, to places where it is permissible to be. He was going to work, he was doing his job, but he was keeping himself in places in a way that he is within the limits of Shariat is not transgressing the boundaries of Allah Ta'ala. Is that still being maintained? Allah forbid a person, Nauzubillah, is trying to cover up for lost time in his mind what he's calling lost time. That way he didn't go to in the month of Ramadan, now you need to Nauzubillah cover up. Then this is a very, very big calamity. It's a huge disaster. That this Mubarak month, what it was granted to us for, that whole purpose has been defeated. The Mubarak month of Ramadan was given to us for taqwa, but this taqwa in the light of this hadith sharif which Rasulullah gives us a very very concise advice. And this can be regarded, this is for all time, for anyone and everyone, but in particular we can take it as the post-Ramadan advice from Rasulullah That now in fact it should have been already with us before Ramadan, and then how do we conduct ourselves after Ramadan? So this is post-Ramadan advice. Not that it was given in that context. It was given in a general context for any time of the year, in any time of a person's life. But we can take it for ourselves as post-Ramadan advice. Directly from Rasulullah Allah's Nabi in this very, very concise Hadith Sharif sums up everything for us. And makes it so concise that we don't have to now be trying to find out too many details of what, what's the path. Yes, as we get on the path, we'll need direction further, we'll ask for it. So Rasulullah says, Ittaqillaha haythu maakum. Fi Allah ta'ala, adopt taqwa for Allah ta'ala, this taqwa which is to become a barrier between a person and sin. This is what taqwa is all about. And sin entails two things. One is indulging in anything that Allah has forbidden, that is a sin. And neglecting anything Allah has commanded, that is a sin. A person neglects his salah, that's a major sin. A person commits haram, is looking at haram with his eyes, that's a, major, that's a sin. A person is going to some place of sin, that's a major vice. So committing what Allah has forbidden is a sin, neglecting what Allah has commanded and ordained, that's a sin. And taqwa is to create a barrier between ourselves and sin. This is what the whole month of Ramadan was given to us for. To build this barrier between us and sin. What is this barrier all about? This barrier is a consciousness of Allah Ta'ala. My Allah is watching. My Allah is aware. My Allah knows. So Ibn Umar has a very inspiring incident which we have heard many times where he's traveling out in the desert and comes across some shepherd with a flock of goats and he asks that can you give us some milk which was a common thing in those days that the shepherds were 
permitted to give travelers milk, they were, it was a common thing. So he asked, can you give me some milk, give us some milk? He says, look, I'm just the shepherd, I'm not the owner. And my owner hasn't given me permission to give anybody milk. Now this is out in the desert, there's nobody around, and this is a simple, simple shepherd. And generally people now out in the desert all the time don't have that opportunity to be associating with others in the built up areas, in the inhabited places where they could be acquiring the knowledge of Deen, be sitting in the company of the pious. Generally it's expected such a person is not too conscious. And now this person, mashallah, he is so conscious, he's saying, but I don't have the permission of my master to give any milk. Umar decides to test him further, just to see now how deep this person is. So he says to him, look, I have a proposal for you. You sell us one goat. We'll give you the money, we'll take the goat. And we'll have the goat with us. So whenever we need to milk it, we'll have the benefit of its milk. And you'll have the benefit of the money. And you pocket the money. When you go back, your master is going to count. You went with 100 goats, you came with 99, where's the one more? It is a common story that the wolf comes and eats up, pounces on a goat once in a while, and it's gone. So this is a common thing, it's not something unheard of. All you do is you just make up a story that your one, one wolf came and devoured one goat up. So now this was a test, putting him through a test to see now this person, what is his response? He's a simple shepherd, he's out in the desert, and he hasn't got the opportunities of being in the masjid all the time of repeatedly hearing the advice of Deen, he's out on his own. But when he hears this so-called proposal, like me from time to time face many proposals, very very lucrative proposals, proposals which start making our mouth water. But if we really knew what the proposal is, though it made the mouth water, it will make the heart bleed. It is taqwa and it will make the heart bleed. Then how can I even be thinking about such a thing? Likewise, this proposal didn't make this person's mouth water, it made his heart bleed. And he immediately responded and said, Fa'ain Allah, Fa'ain Allah, you are proposing to me that just put this pocket, this money, and tell your master one goat was devoured by the wolf. But is Allah not watching? Is Allah not aware? Is Allah not watching what's going on? Ibn Umar was extremely delighted at this person's response but this is what Ramadan came to teach us this is what Ramadan came to inculcate in our hearts now we are three days away from the Mubarak month of Ramadan and now to question ourselves and check stock taking that businessman told here he did his business but he doesn't go on just carrying on how he's going on he's taking stock he's taking monthly stock also and then he's taking annual stock and he's checking and double checking, what has he achieved? Has he really made a profit? Now this three days have passed after month, the month of Ramadan. How much are we living with this Fa'ain Allah? Allah is aware. Allah is watching. Ya'lamu khaynat al-a'yun wa ma sudur. Allah knows the deception of the eye and what the heart conceals. Is this consciousness still with us? This is what taqwa is all about. That this consciousness, this becomes the barrier between a person and sin. And when the temptation comes, now this, this was a proposal just as a test. 
But a person who didn't know that it was a test and he wasn't, that heart wasn't brimming with taqwa, then this would have been sounding like a very lucrative thing to him. And without that taqwa, without that barrier between a person and sin, and he just falls headlong. He says, yes, I'm happy you want to take two, you can take two away. I'll just say, this was a very big wolf, it devoured two goats. But this person, his mouth didn't water at this. His heart started bleeding. Ain Allah, where is Allah? Allah is watching, Allah is aware. So likewise, we have to check now, has this happened to us in Ramadan? Did this develop? And now this is the message Rasulullah is giving us in this Hadith Sharif which we said we can take it as post-Ramadan advice. That how should we now be moving forward? So Rasulullah says to us, That adopt taqwa of Allah ta'ala wherever you may be. Whether you are in Durban or you are in China. Whether you are at home or you are in a place where you are a stranger to everybody. Because when a person is among people he knows, that makes him a little bit more cautious. And when he's among strangers, so he thinks nobody's watching. Nobody that knows him is aware of what's going on. But if that taqwa is in his heart, he, it makes no difference to him whether he's in Durban or China. He knows Allah is watching. Allah is aware. Whether he's in Timbuktu or wherever he might be. <coughs> so Rasulullah is saying to us, Ittaqillah haythumakun. See Allah Ta'ala wherever you may be. And this wherever includes whichever time you might be in. Whether that time is the time of Ramadan or whether it is out of Ramadan. Whether it is a Jumu'ah or it is some other part of the day, day, uh, week. Whether it is your person is in Hajj, he's on Arafat or whether he's on the 25th of December at home and in his business whoever. <coughs> this is what the month of Ramadan came to teach us. The taqwa is not just for a specific time. That was some time that was totally made conducive to a person to acquire this wealth, to increase it, <coughs> to tremendously enhance it. That that time was so filled with blessings and it was a time that was made so easy for a person to now just a little bit of attention, a little bit of effort compared to other times of the year where that a person finds it much more difficult to put in that kind of effort. The month of Ramadan, mashallah, let alone the Isha Salah, let alone the Sunnah after the Isha, let alone the Witr, a person comfortably and not one and not tens and hundreds, thousands of people who found it a difficulty, though it should never be a difficulty, found it difficult to make even the Fard of Isha. And many a person who, mashallah, made the Fard of Isha found it difficult to complete his Sunnah. Neglecting his sunnahs, neglecting his wither. But mashallah comfortably stood, very calmly stood for the 20 rakats of Tarawi Salah, without any frown on the face. And actually he enjoyed it. That mashallah, we had the opportunity of making the Tarawi Salah. Now that person who couldn't even bring himself to the masjid before Ramadan, in the month of Ramadan, was making Tarawi Salah without any difficulty. He whole year, unfortunately, didn't see the inside of the masjid Fajr time. But in the whole month of Ramadan, he didn't miss one Fajr with Jama'ah in the Masjid. And perhaps Allah forbid, the whole year passed, he hadn't touched the Qur'an Sharif. And mashallah, every day in the month of Ramadan, with ease, without anybody coaxing him, without having to be now nudged in some way, he was opening the Kalam of Allah Ta'ala, 
and he was connecting himself to Allah Ta'ala by reciting the Mubarak Kalam of Allah Ta'ala all this was carrying on in the month of Ramadan even those who were far away from these amal before Ramadan found it so easy that's the barakat of that special time that Allah Ta'ala made that, that opportunity they take it now little bit of just attention the slightest of efforts and a person is on the way any case that Mubarak time has gone that very special moments and those very great moments that has passed but Allah Ta'ala's doors of Rahmat are still open Allah Ta'ala's doors of mercy are still open Shaitan unfortunately we fall into one of two things either a person falls into the trap of Shaitan and that's the first trap of falling into sin Allah forbid that the month of Ramadan left and the person now suddenly just went loose again so if that happened then we don't wait till the next Ramadan we don't wait till after Jumu'ah we don't wait till the khutbah starts now, right now in our heart of hearts we turn again to Allah Ta'ala month of Ramadan is gone, its very special moments are gone that barakat and blessings of the month of Ramadan are gone indeed that is not around with us but Allah Ta'ala's doors of Rahmat are still open and Allah Ta'ala is still ready to accept the one who comes back to him we've erred, we've made a mistake again we turn again to Allah Ta'ala we beg Allah Ta'ala's forgiveness and renew this pledge of taqwa and now take this post-Ramadan advice of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam اِتَّقِلَّهَا حَيْثُ مَا that fear Allah Ta'ala wherever you are whichever period of time you might be in whether it's Ramadan or out of Ramadan whether it is a Juma or not whether a person is in Arafat or at home or wherever he might be whichever period of time he is in this is not something confined to a particular time and place it is for our lives because we don't know when we're going to have to suddenly leave dunya and meet Allah Ta'ala and we have to meet Allah Ta'ala in a state of taqwa because it's either taqwa or it is ghaflat and masiyat and sin and disobedience of Allah Ta'ala it cannot be the option that if there is no taqwa it's okay na'udhu we'll go in another condition we can only want to meet Allah Ta'ala in a condition of taqwa in a clean state and that clean state is that we adopt taqwa being insan, insan is insan we are prone to err, we can make mistakes so we have not been left with the other side of it that shaitan on the one side traps us and puts temptation, causes the person to fall now the person, mashallah, the month of Ramadan, he was so punctual he was so conscious and now after Ramadan, Allah forbid shaitan came and suddenly put some temptation in the person slipped and fell so now shaitan comes with the next trap and the next trap is that of despondency now the whole month of Ramadan, mashallah, everything was going so well and now I just suddenly fell, what's the point? that is the point of shaitan that line, what's the point in continuing? that is the point shaitan has whispered, he spoke that point into the heart that's the point to now blunt out completely there's no such thing as what's the point and there's no moment of despondency but what is necessary is now to come back to Allah Taala, and therefore Nabi Sallallahu says to us وَأَسْبِعِ السَّيِّئَةَ الْحَسَنَةَ تَمْقُهَا there's been a mistake then follow up that mistake with a good deed immediately the first good deed that is necessary is Tawbah sincere Tawbah our life has to be between Taqwa and being insan we are prone to fall somewhere Allah forbid Allah protect us but if there is some slip up 
then between taqwa and tawbah and not tawbah next time tawbah tomorrow tawbah later tawbah can only be done now meaning we can only leave it for now because we don't know what's later later could be too late we may not be around our life could be gone by then so we cannot procrastinate tawbah at all follow up a mistake with a good deed it will delete it that will be the delete button but a person's toba has to be strengthened everybody wants to go forward positively but now we're battling with this nafs and shaitan how do we get past this the whole month of Ramadan we were doing something so well and now suddenly two days passed only and the third day already we fell how we move forward so that moving forward Nabi Islam is giving us this prescription we can take it as post Ramadan advice that delete the mistake with righteousness so the first and foremost righteousness is Tawbah and Istighfar sincere repentance and begging Allah's forgiveness not just something in a very cursory manner but doing it in a very very concerted way so now that Tawbah making two rakats of nafil at least minimum for salat of tawbah then begging Allah Ta'ala's forgiveness shedding some tears of remorse and regret and then <coughs> following it up with more righteousness giving some sadaqah so much of sadaqah that creates some pinch on the nafs a person can his pocket money is thousand rand a day and he's giving five rands and ten rands that didn't even tickle anything so now something for him that will pinch his nafs and then he is now adopting the company of righteous people sitting in pious company he has been out in the path of Allah Ta'ala to strengthen his demand he is doing things that are going to help to build up this taqwa now he is just taking it as something that well okay there is like a thought in the mind some concept that he is just now uh, thinking about that is not sufficient and that is not going to help he needs to do something very very concrete to move forward and this will develop the strength in that taqwa this will now become a barrier between him and sin that fall which happened after three days inshallah may not happen for three years also if he has strengthened that taqwa tremendously so now this is the advice Nabi Sallallahu has given us ittaqillah haythumma kun you fear Allah wherever you might be adopt taqwa for Allah wherever you are and whichever period of time you are in and wa azbi'i sayyiatal hasanata tamquha follow up a mistake with a good deed it will delete it and wa khaliqin nasa bi khuluqin hasan one is this taqwa with Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala whatever the commands of Allah ta'ala are likewise the creation of Allah ta'ala Nabi Islam is saying don't forget your responsibility in that regard as well deal with the creation of Allah ta'ala with good akhlaq otherwise the good akhlaq will become if the lack of good akhlaq and poor akhlaq will become a means of wiping up all the good deeds a person has acquired on the day of Qiyamah it will get dished out to people who have hurt people whose rights he trampled so now this too is a very crucial thing that he is now adopting taqwa with regards to how he deals people with people and not just taqwa where he is fulfilling rights of people he is going one beyond that and many steps beyond that he is dealing with people with one and all 